You're listening to the Battle Ready Podcast. You can find more information about Battle Ready and Addison Free Will Baptist Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org forward slash Battle Ready Bible Study. Battle Ready Podcast, believing what it says. Welcome to Battle Ready. Thank you for joining us. Merry Christmas to everybody, and in case you haven't heard, we're having our Christmas program tomorrow night. It starts at 6. It is going to be wonderful. We've, we've had a lot of fun in the practice, and there's been a lot of hard work going on, so please join us. I'm not sure if we're going to tape it or not, but we we might. We don't know. Today we're starting a new a book, so we decided to go to Matthew. So get your Bibles out, open up with us. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 1. And we just finished Malachi in our church services, so we're we, we're going to turn the page 400 years and start again, right? <laughs> That's what we're going to do. But go ahead, lead us in. So have you ever been out somewhere and you see an old person and you look at them and like something about them just like catches your attention, so you stare harder and harder. You don't mean to stare, but you're like, I, do I know this person? But, you know, they're old and they're wrinkly. And then, <laughs> I then, am then you start looking really close and you graduated with that person. And all of a sudden, like the recognition of whose face that oh, should that's be. Always Has that ever happened to you? <laughs> no. First thing I always do when that happens is I, I elbow Emma because Emma knows what to say. I elbow Emma and say, Emma, do I look as old as her? And Emma always says, no. And I say, thanks, Emma. I really appreciate that like every single time this happened last Sunday I was sitting in a restaurant with my family and somebody came in and sat down and hopefully they're not I hopefully they are watching this because they probably thought the same thing about me but I sat there and I thought all of a sudden the face that I remembered I could see mm-hmm. in that person mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's mm-hmm. happened to you yeah and you're like oh there they are and I think in yes. a way that is how the first chapter of the book of Matthew feels to me because Matthew is writing to a Jewish audience that knew well the stories of the kings, who knew well the prophecies of the Old Testament. He's writing to a Jewish remnant of people who know about the promises mm-hmm. God gave Abraham. And he's like, what he's doing is he's having them take a look at this Jesus closer and closer mm-hmm. until they see what they were looking for. Right, because they, maybe they missed it, or or maybe they didn't quite understand what they were looking at, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, mm-hmm. he's the one. So not in the old wrinkly way, but you know what I mean, <laughs> yes. like that focusing in on Wait here are all the things you believe and you know to be true, and, you thought we're and let happen, me show you who he is. And here they happen, right? Yes. Recognize, and them. I think it's good that we just finished up Chronicles, yes, because we've gone through a lot of things. Several kings had predictions, or. Um, I got to give my mother-in-law credit for that because she said, you guys just finished all these kings. Why not? The logical step would be go to Matthew and talk about the king. And she, and the more I thought about the more I thought she's exactly right. That is true. Right. We've been talking about what you should look for Mm -hmm. in this king to come. Yeah, Because we've been talking for what, a year about what the kings were not, how they did not fulfill everything, what we were doing. It was, it was, we talked a long time about what each king did, right Mm -hmm. and wrong, whether God said their heart was in the right place, whether they were And we're weren't. talking about the kings of Judah, mm-hmm. David's line. And here we are. And here we are here at the fulfillment of that in Jesus Christ. And a lot of people have questions. And remember, I, what I, I always think this, so forgive me, I'm just going to say this out first. I'm not sure that how we'll work this in. But remember, Paul tells us not to 
fuss over those endless genealogies and he he goes into some genealogy phrases about what we do and don't do with that but there is a lot of dispute about why Joseph is in Matthew and Mary is in Luke Joseph is in Luke too but mm-hmm. through the line of Mary but through yeah. the line of Mary right yeah so you know it's interesting that they did keep the lineage they did write it down There are some differences in the way we do lineages now, but not really, because sometimes you don't know exactly if that was a grandpa or a great-grandpa or who. I mean, you know, it's... And I will say, I think when Paul, not to interrupt you, but I think when Paul is talking about the endless genealogy, he's talking about people who are saying, we're going to heaven because our ancestor is this person. Yes. And he's also saying that people that would come into the New Testament Mm -hmm. church and say, I have the authority to tell you what you really need to do and what's required of you because, because I am a Levite, I am. because yep. I am mm-hmm. of this person's descendant. But, and he's saying but that's the point. in the New Testament, that's the everybody's point. welcome into Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. but Jesus' lineage is, is vitally important. important. And it is crucial. And it is it mm-hmm. is crucial. And I just, no, as we I, start into that, point. yeah. I said that yeah. because I this have one, heard people matters. say, well, you know, whether it's a virgin birth or not, the virgin birth matters. And the, and the reason the genealogy matters is because God gave his word on the fact. He, he gave did. his word that mm-hmm. the lawgiver would come here's from Judah. Would be, and, here's right? who, and this would and be the this seed of Abraham, and this would be the seed of David, right. and all the things that we find David's out that David's throne will have is. someone who sits in his, uh, on, there will not be an empty throne because and of this one coming. And he didn't come from a lineage of aristocrats. Aristocats. No. I've watched yeah, the right. <laughs> He didn't come from a lineage of blue bloods. He came from a mixture of everybody. I mean, I, I can hear Junior. If Junior was right here right now, he would say, we don't have a high priest that can't be touched with our authorities. He's <laughs> he in all ways. He knows us because he is of us. You know, that's what he's mm-hmm. done. I think, I don't know, I like it that we're starting in the book of Matthew, and I like it that Matthew, as a text collector, wants to write down, here's the king. And yeah. here's the king we're looking for after we've been talking about all the other kings. Yes. So who's Matthew and how do you know you can believe him? Mm-hmm. Matthew is a publican. And, and we know that not only from here, but from Acts and from John. Mm-hmm. We know that Matthew is a publican. And as a publican, his job was considered a sin mm-hmm. against the nation of Israel He's and the nation traitor. of Judah. He's mm-hmm. a traitor. And this is why they have been conquered many times now but they're conquered by rome at this time and a publican works for rome and he makes his living by overcharging people for taxes so he whatever he charges above and beyond what rome is requiring he gets to keep for himself for his living they consider him a friend of the enemy so even though matthew is focused on the jewish the jewish person to bring them into the family of god Matthew himself is a Jewish person. His his other name's Levi. That mm-hmm. tells you that he's tells you what, he what tribe he's from. But Matthew himself is an outsider. It, like there is something about the people Jesus chose to write his gospels. Mm-hmm. Each of them have this slightly outside perspective. Mm-hmm. Like I can see this from a unique position i am close enough to know what's going on i'm an eyewitness i'm, I'm involved in things from the beginning that's what luke tells you hey listen we saw this from the beginning we know mm-hmm. everything we, we can we're not about. telling you what somebody mm-hmm. told us we're telling you what we observed and what mm-hmm. we heard and what we touched and what we right and all the gospels are like that but it's interesting that he picks people who can see it uniquely mm-hmm. right and not afraid who have their eyes open to some things mm-hmm. uniquely and matthew is definitely a unique person and then and and so many people say well why don't they 
why don't they just tell exactly the same story? Because they have a unique view on this. Yes. Not because they're telling different stories. They're telling it they're, they're what, they, what was important to them, what they saw at the moment. When, when everybody's gathered in Acts chapter, in the beginning of the book of Acts, like in Acts chapter 1 and 2, they're all gathered in that upper, upper room waiting on what God's about to do. Mm-hmm. Matthew's included in that group. Mm-hmm. And it is said of those people in verse 21, I wrote it down, I, it, we can, I did look at it today. It, it says that these were those who had followed from John the Baptist on. Mm-hmm. So we know that Matthew had been a disciple of John first. Mm-hmm. That, that, the reason I say that is because in the book of John, Jesus just walks past the table where he's collecting taxes, says, yeah. and he says, follow me, and he gets up and leaves everything, job, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. money, mm-hmm. records, everything on the table, and, and follows Jesus immediately. Mm-hmm. He knew who he was looking for mm-hmm. from being a follower of John the Baptist. He'd gotten mm-hmm. ready for that. Mm-hmm. So w- w- sometimes we forget to understand what a great revival took place right before Jesus begins his public ministry when all of these throngs of people go out in the wilderness to hear what John has to say, mm-hmm. that forerunner. And they do want to To say, hear. get ready. And, they want and there's to someone hear coming. what they have to say, Right. Because they're looking for a king, Mm -hmm. and they're looking for a Messiah, and they're looking for the promises to be kept. And Matthew's focus to you and to the people that were Jewish people and believers, followers of John the Baptist, is he is the king. Mm -hmm. He is the king we were looking for. We -hmm. didn't get it wrong. No, that's right. I mean, that's what he's saying. He's part of that throng looking for their king. He's By the time he's writing this, this is after, according to historians, you take that with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. After Jesus' resurrection, of course, he writes about it. And before mm-hmm. the temple is destroyed in A.D. 70. Mm-hmm. And he's saying to them, we didn't mess it up. Mm-hmm. This is the mm-hmm. one. And here's why. Mm-hmm. Here's what I saw mm-hmm. personally. Mm-hmm. And here's why Here's why you may don't, maybe you're too close to even fully understand who he is. Let so me let me tell you. you. Let me tell you You know what this. I mean? And, he's, so, and he is looking for that. I wanted to say, if I can find it, I, I read it this morning um, in Ezekiel. I'm sorry, that's where I've been. That's okay. And he says, um, there will not be a king until he sets it up to give it to the king. Now, this is after the captivity. Right. But he tells them, there's not going to be a king until I give it to who it belongs to. Uh, I will overturn, overturn, overturn it, and it shall be no more, and he's talking about the kingdoms, until he mm-hmm. comes whose right it is, the and Shiloh I will comes. give it to him. Mm-hmm. Isaiah calls him Shiloh. Mm-hmm. Th- this thing is, uh, Jeconias is the king mm-hmm. who is so abominable in the sight of the Lord that he mm-hmm. says, your seed is not going to sit on the throne. Mm-hmm. Now, he said, on David's throne, there'll be a king forever. But from the seed of David. But from Jeconias, who is left out, of this genealogy, by the way, he's he, and and we'll talk about all that too. I don't want to get mm-hmm, where I still. confuse you or make you think something's wrong. There's nothing wrong with this. I would need to explain to you the why a little bit so we we'll understand. Mm-hmm. But it, until Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords, what God said about this and what mm-hmm. He said is that mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened. There's no King per se. There's a King What's when Jesus is born. King Herod is on the throne, but he's not of David. He's he he's right a Jimean, he's, he's from Esau, mm-hmm. he's a puppet king. There's been puppet kings since they were taken away into captivity and when they return, they don't have the power and authority to be listen, what they're supposed to be because to, God said so. Listen to the line right, right before that. Ezekiel is what, 500 years before Matthew? But it says, thus saith the Lord God, remove the diadem, mm-hmm. take it off, 
Take off the crown. This shall not be the same. Exalt him that is low and abase him that is high. I will overturn it. I'm mm -hmm. over and he until says, he says overturn, until. overturn, overturn until he comes whose right it is, and I will give it. And him. I will give it to him. And Matthew is showing you from word one. This is whose right that. it is. This is whose right it is. <laughs> and he That's gives you the right. legal right that Jesus would have to the throne of David. Mm -hmm. Luke does too. But he does it through the line of Mary. Why? Because it's the seed of the woman well, that'll fulfill this thing. And, and it's and he and Joseph would have inherited that as her betrothed, doubly qualified to sit on the throne of David through these two genealogies. And that's the one thing I do they both say end with the name Joseph. If, but one goes through Joseph, one goes through. Mary. If you don't be careful, you right. will think, why do we care about Joseph's lineage anyway? He's not the true father, right? If it's a virgin birth, he's not. But legally... But he is the true father because God the Father, it's a virgin birth and God the Father. But when, when you're adopted in a Jewish household, every single bit of the right of and the, the legal mm -hmm. and the Everything inheritance and all of that is given. Like There is no difference and it is illegal to make a difference mm -hmm. between those adopted mm -hmm. in and those born in mm -hmm. to the family by blood. So Jesus is legal heir to the throne of David. Why do you think mm -hmm. there are people in this lineage mentioned who are Canaanites, Moabitesses, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. right? All these other people, because you know what? When you are brought into the family, you're, you're no longer what you were. You, you are, are in the family are. of God yeah. when they're brought into this family. Mm -hmm. Now, Jesus is the son of God. He's king of kings because he was king of kings before there was an earth is, and before there to. was a creation, before there was a throne. But he's also humanly right legal heir to the throne of David. He can sit mm -hmm. on David's mm -hmm. throne. So. And the key, and we start off Matthew by introducing the genealogy of Jesus from Abraham. Yeah, well, the and John goes clear Abraham. back to Adam. At Luke goes clear back Luke to Adam too. goes clear Adam, back to Adam. Right? I also want to say, I mentioned, and I don't want to go away from it and make people think that something's left out or something's wrong with the book of Matthew. Matthew, when he gives you the genealogy, Remember that everybody he's talking to has access to Chronicles and to Kings and to the genealogies. It's very well known. And he leaves out a few names mm -hmm. on purpose because he's trying to make a point, not about every name, but he's trying to make a point about the legal line of Christ to that throne mm -hmm. and he and about the number of generations between. He Even though the name, he, he like skips like three names here and three names there, mm -hmm. but he names their generation. When he says that there's 14, mm -hmm. like... He knows exactly how many generations, mm -hmm. and he so thinks he, you do too. Because he, right. because he would assume that you would know that too and know where yeah. to fill in. That wasn't really his point, to list every name. His point was to show you, here is the line, and here's where Jesus came from. And if and this it is had what he's not doing. been workable, or if for some reason... No Jewish person would have been persuaded whatsoever. They would have whatsoever. never let it stay on the record. They know exactly what he's talking mm -hmm. about. They do. They know. They know. They have this information, and he's saying, "Listen, this is where he came from, all the way back." And before we even say that, I just—if you just read that first verse, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son, the of, son Abraham. of Abraham. If you just read that, and then you go back to Genesis chapter five, Genesis chapter five, verse one starts the same way. Matthew is writing to a Jewish audience. They know this. Mm -hmm. Listen to the word. This isn't new. This is the book of the generations of Adam. 
In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them, and blessed them, and called their name Adam. In the day they were created. Talking about Adam and Andy. And Adam lived 130 years and begat a son in his own likeness. After his image, and named him Seth. And then it goes on, the begats that he mm -hmm. had. The book of the generations of Jesus. It is as if he, from verse 1... Matthew is saying to them, this is the answer to the curse. This is, this the, is the second the Adam. Mm -hmm. This is the one who we lost in Adam, the first one. We gained it all in Adam, number two, in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. this, this is the generation. That generation word means Genesis. Mm -hmm. This is the origin of the promise, mm -hmm. the promise given to Abraham. He's mm -hmm. focused on Abraham because Abraham is the father of this nation. He's the one that he He's the patriarch. Out, right? he's and the he's saying to the out. Jews... This is your king. Mm -hmm. This, this is, is your, your savior and your promise. And you might not understand it because you know all of your stories, but let me show you how come he's the king. He's the rightful king. Mm -hmm. And and this is how you know. He's the promise made to Abraham. He answers all these prophecies throughout the scripture. I have like 122 of them in the back of my Bible that I'm not going to go through that talks about all the ways that Christ answered the Old Testament. It's funny because I looked up thing how after many, thing after thing. I looked up how many prophecies were in the Old Testament. There's more than that. I just say there I was 466 yeah. of some. There was at least 300 that they can absolutely, you know, some yeah, of them. We could go verse there by was verse. 574. They think total, but every one of them has been fulfilled. When you get to when you get to the core of what they're trying to say and what he does, but isn't that funny though mm -hmm. that you can have that many prophecies and him walk this earth and not be recognized and not know and not know who he is? Mm -hmm. I, I to me that's yeah. amazing. that's amazing. Matthew's to me. like, listen, look, look closely. Mm -hmm. This is who he look is. Look away from the stuff, that, right? But we we create our own misery <laughs> sometimes, don't we? So in Matthew, you have, I just wrote down a few notes, things that, about recognizing your king. Well, don't forget, too, before you say that, let me say this. Sometimes we do ourselves a great disservice when we see the genealogies, because some of the books, they have a lot of genealogies, and mm -hmm. it can get very deep and thick and boring. And remember, we said in Kings, the names are the same. Some of the names are different. Some of the names... Uzziah might be said a different way. It might not be written the same way, but it's the same guy. And sometimes it's hard. It can get very confusing. It really can. But I think especially in the New Testament, if you don't go through those genealogies, you miss some really nice things, like what you said earlier about the women. Women aren't usually included in the genealogies, but we it's have women in here. And we have not just women. We have what you said earlier, Moabites, and Canadians, we have the we have we have prostitutes. We have. You know what I laughed about when I did this when I said this today? It never occurred to me before. So everybody's names there. They're like, okay, Rahab's in there, mm -hmm. and uh, Ruth is help in me. there. Tamar's in there. Rahab is a Canaanite prostitute mm -hmm. saved at the city of Jericho because she believed God. Mm -hmm. She believed his servants. Mm -hmm. She believed what God said he was going She's to do. She said, we've heard about it, in the door, and in the I believe what he says. Yeah. And then you have Tamar who who pretends, she, she prostitutes herself in order to entrap her father-in-law mm -hmm. into having children with her so she can have a son. And it's son her children that are alive, right? <laughs> so, and then yep, you have yep. the wife and then you of have, Uriah. You, the wife of Uriah, Bathsheba, mm -hmm. David's big sin. Mm -hmm. Guess what? A Hittite. Mm -hmm. and, and then you have, um, they, they put her in there. I don't know why. But but people will put her 
they'll pull her out as well as Ruth because she's a Moabitess. Mm -hmm. And because Moabites were such idolaters and doing some things that God hated, and that's written about in the Old Testament. Now, she didn't do anything that we saw unseemly. Yeah, we've but but they, the, people will still say, can you believe there's a Moabitess? And, and they'll call her, I've seen several ministers, and they're not wrong. They'll say they're trophies of grace. <laughs> trophies of grace. And, and I, even the, our commentary in this Bible calls them trophies of grace. And I laughed out loud today because I thought, as opposed to what? <laughs> Abraham, who sold his wife twice to an Egyptian to save his own life. Yeah. David, who committed adultery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Solomon, who at the end of his life built temples to false gods. I, I wrote down like a bunch. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. They're right. all trophies of they grace. They are all, absolutely. The whole line. Manasseh's in there, the worst king to ever live. Yep, 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 that's yep. that's one that's in, in Jesus' family tree. I'm like, it's not just, just the women who have some yeah. issues. No, they don't have <laughs> issues. Name one on that list who does. Mm -hmm. Yes, they're all with you. trophies. Of I've grace. always wondered why they do that because no, usually, I, I didn't wonder it till today. I thought, <laughs> no, I've wondered why minute. they do that because we don't. We're yeah, there's some bad women among all these good men. I don't think so. But there's also some right? really bad men that do really you bad things. I can't find any of them that aren't trophies of grace. So why is that? Because we all sin and come short of the yeah, right. God. We are, and I think. Uh, my my opinion only. I think one of the things that hurts our church, the church, the, the true church. church in the world today, is we forget we're just as bad. Yeah, we've if done. Were, but for the blood of Christ. Yes, yes. Right. But for the grace of God. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't make any list that matters. Mm -hmm. I don't no. make the Lamb's Book of Life. I don't make any list that matters. I don't get matters. anywhere of any importance. So, so I looked at this list and I thought, okay, it's not just the women mm -mm, it's not. that are something else. But Matthew, as a book, just to introduce it, I don't know how far we'll get today. I hope we I'm get through to get at least nervous. this one chapter. But, but I, I don't know that we will. I just know that Matthew, more than the other four, as I was studying out today, cites the Old Testament. They all he do, does. but he cites more it more. I wrote down that he also points out where to find the prophecies mm -hmm. that point to this king. Mm -hmm. And he, and, and, I, and I wanted what? your take on this one. I don't know that I have an answer to this yet. Everybody else uses the phrase kingdom of God. And Matthew uses the phrase kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. I don't know that that's a huge difference. But Matthew writing to the Jewish people used the phrase the kingdom of heaven. He kept talking about the kingdom of heaven as opposed to just the kingdom of God. I don't know if that's a big deal. If you've got a comment on that, I would love to hear it. Mm -hmm. You think about that for next week, too, because okay. I want to know what the difference might be. Um, it is the beginning of the New Testament, the New Covenant. Mm -hmm. Covenant and Testament are the same word in the Greek, K-O-I-N-E, Greek. It's the same exact word, Testament and Covenant. Covenant, we think, more of a promise. Testament, we think, more as a legal document, right? Mm -hmm. This is the legal statement made. Mm -hmm. to the the heirs of this great mm -hmm. promise, right? At Testament, we say you would have, I don't know that you do, I have one, your last will and testament, mm -hmm. right? You have your last will and testament. This, yet, is, this is what I'm truthfully saying should happen with when my heirs. This I is die. what I'm leaving to them. There's something of that in this as well as we start this New Testament. Mm -hmm. And something else I thought was interesting is like, and I just want to say this really fast and get it out of the way. If you're watching this Bible study, I hope this is, I hope there are people watching that I've never watched before. I mm -hmm. hope people are coming in. We use the King James Version. We're not people that will tell you you're going to go to hell if you use a different version of the Bible. Mm. We're not saying anything like that. One of the reasons we use the King James Version is because 
it was based on, and I looked this up today mm-hmm. to know this, it is the, the most scholarly, the most complete, the most verified. The reason we know we can trust the New Testament is because it is the most copied, mm-hmm. right? It, manuscripts copied where it's word for word the same. There'll, there'll be little things that copy. The divine word of God, the inspired word of God was given that, that first time to these people, but then copy after copy after copy after copy after copy. Mm-hmm. Right? Hundreds and, and thousands of copies made. The most scholarly material ever found, I, I don't mean to be boring with this, it's not boring. was researched, found, viewed, concentrated on to make the King James Version of the Bible. That doesn't, still, did you realize that like no matter what you, version you use, it's between 95 and 99% the same? Mm-hmm. Still, it's very reliable. Well, and I've heard right? people say, well, you know, that's Shakespearean. I can't understand. You, you know what? I promise you, if you put the effort into it, it will the the words are so beautifully written. They 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 can change in depth with your experiences, don't you think? I mean you read it and you get this and then you read it the next time and you get this and that and you read it the next time and you get this and that and something else. It's it's an amazing book. Some versions are translations of translations. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of those modern things going on that are translations of translations. And that's a little scary. Well, but still. that's what they are. But there were two main bodies I've collected. And like I said, 95% of them exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Two main bodies. The one that the King James is made out of is called the Textus Receptus. Lots and lots and lots of manuscripts put together to make sure we aren't making mistakes. This is what is really there mm-hmm. in the original languages, in the original mm-hmm. right places, the old. There's another one called the Codex Vaticanus mm-hmm. because Roman. they added, the Roman Catholic Church has a Bible where they added a, few a different th- different manuscripts, things that weren't discovered, some of them until the 19th century. Things that came in, they called them rediscovered texts mm-hmm. and words. I'm not making a, any kind of political statement on this. Just to say that if you're following us and you're reading the Bible, we're going to use the King James Version not in any way to judge anyone or make someone feel because it's reliable because it's trustworthy and it's been because validated. it's been vetted and validated so and when tested. we do any kind of work or uh, now and, and because we are, we love it but if we 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 do love it i'd love to read it but, <laughs> and it, but when it. you because you have to work at it a little bit i don't like something that's just i mean sometimes it's nice to have it just nice and easy i'm only just beginning to be under, able to understand paul but once i start to understand his his way then you start to see all kinds of things now i can read him and say oh well i got that where i'd never have sometimes it's, it's a growing thing but if you were working for all anybody was, was just saying but if you were working for anybody and you put something together they're going to want you to footnote it vet it validate it make sure it's right before you hand it to your boss and say hey take this and go present first thing we teach our kids homeschooling when they're doing reporting when they're doing any kind of uh, scientific writing or historical writing I said you need to go to the primary source text you need Mm -hmm. to go to the most original piece that you can find and read it for yourself don't read what somebody told you they said read what they said look up the word yourself right make make notations in the outline and say okay now what does this word mean and what is this definition what is this about mm-hmm. there's something about the trustworthiness of the new testament that i'm trying to get across in not a judgmental way but there's a trustworthiness to this this book that we have this bible that we've been given that we can trust what 
we've been given, mm-hmm. right? And we can say that the Matthew says that too, <laughs> and John says that, and Luke says that, and Mark says that. These are things that we've seen ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And we're telling we you first, it. we saw hand, it, we were there. What happened? And we're John you said, and John even says, if if we wrote down absolutely everything. Yeah, we the can, world couldn't hold the book. So you had to focus on the story you're telling. And mm-hmm. Matthew is saying, listen, I'm showing you the King of Kings. Mm-hmm. I'm showing you the one that was promised. But you say, well, Mark, is Mark one of the disciples, the original disciples? Mark's mother mm-hmm. is the owner of the upper room. Mm-hmm. Mark Mark is the traveling companion of Peter mm-hmm. and of Paul. Mm-hmm. Later, He's firsthand witness there. Luke is the same way. He's he's a disciple that is with Paul, that from mm-hmm. the very beginning, Paul sees Christ, right? Physically, mm-hmm. he hears him. These people are, are not telling you something that somebody else wrote down. They're telling you what they experienced, mm-hmm. and there's trustworthiness mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. And if you right? watch as they talk and you listen to the stories or the accounts as they go i only hesitate to use the word stories because it's not fu- it's not a story but yeah it's, accounts but, but it's the account of what's going on you see their growth you see their change you see their doubt you see their flaws you see the same mistakes we see in ourselves mm-hmm. we we see all of that recorded in the New Testament and Jesus saying, I prayed for you. Mm-hmm. I know this is going to be difficult. I prayed for you. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Matthew chapter 1. Do you Here want to go. read? Do we want to read now a little bit? Where do we want to do we want to read through all the genealogies or did you cover all of those pretty good, do you think? How about we read for a minute? You tell okay. me when to stop, that okay? Good. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac. I wish Jennifer was here because I used to start off every Sunday school class we had with Abraham had Isaac, Isaac had Jacob. You know, we used to go through that. Mm -hmm. She used to laugh at me because she could get those. Abraham begot Isaac and Isaac begot Jacob. Jacob begot Judas and his brethren. And Judas begot Perez and Zara of Tamar. And Perez begot Ezra and Ezra begot Aram. And Aram begot Aminadab and Aminadab begot Nason and Nason begot Salmon. And Salmon begot Boaz of Rachel, Rachel, and Boaz begot Obed of Ruth, and Obed begot Jesse, and Jesse begot David the king, and David the king begot Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias. And Solomon begat Rehoboam, and Rehoboam begot Abia, Abia begot Asa, Asa begot Josephat, Josephat begot Joram, Joram begot Uzziah, Uzziah begot Jotham. Joatham, and Joatham begot Achaz, and Achaz begot Ezekias, and Ezekias begot Manassas, Ezekias is Hezekiah, and Manassas begot Ammon, and Ammon begot Josias, Josias begot Jeconus, and his brethren about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jeconius begot Salithiel, and Salithiel begot Zerubbabel. And Zerubbabel begot Abihud, and Abihud begot Eliakim, and Eliakim begot Azor, and Azor begot Zadok, and Zadok begot Achim, and Achim begot Elihud. And Elihud begot Eleazar, and Eleazar begot Mathen, and Mathen begot Jacob. And Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, 
who is called Christ. I like it. It doesn't say the father of Jesus. It says the husband of Mary. The husband of Mary. It's very specific to tell you that because in this same first chapter, Matthew is going to quote a prophecy from Isaiah that says he is virgin born without a shadow of a doubt. People hesitate. Now, why are the names spelled a little bit differently? Greek. Mm-hmm. Matthew's time. writing in the scholarly mm-hmm. language of the Greeks. He, mm-hmm. This is what educated people who read at that time, and the spellings are different on these names mm-hmm. and time. And the word he uses for virgin means virgin, and people say, oh, but it can also be young woman. But then he, he immediately quotes says, Isaiah. And Isaiah's word is written in the Hebrew, and in the Hebrew, it can mean nothing but virgin. Mm-hmm. So in, in, if you said, oh, but Matthew, it could have been a young woman. Except that he immediately tells you and that's he, not what he, I mean. And he defined I mean it for you. I mean a so, version as well, in and he defines the book of Isaiah. It so there isn't any right. question about it. And he makes a and very big point of that. Isaiah is 500 years, 600 years before this happens. Too. Listen, if, he's, if, he is born, if he is born in the line of Adam without... Without, Without God Himself mm-hmm. in in making this a virgin birth, He bears the same sin nature as everyone he else. He can do, do nothing to nothing. save you. Mm-hmm. He all He can inherit is the physical and earthly throne of David, perhaps. But He can't be your King of Kings and Lord of Lords. But He's he not has recorded things that show you that this not is only did is. they tell us that this did not only did they go out of their mm-hmm. way to tell us, and we still have we know when we get over into you, these other chapters. We have people to say, we know who our father was. Right. Right. But you can't slur. stumble. You may not believe what Matthew told but you, you, but you can't stumble, stumble over what he meant. Because he what meant he, he said meant. was, he's virgin born. Mm-hmm. And, and that's and what Isaiah that's said it would prophecy. be. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why, it's a, that's why it's so, that was why it was a sign. Well, it's funny about when he was given the sign. I went back to read that. And it's in Isaiah chapter 7 that he tells him that, you know, behold. And it tells you, when we read this, it'll tell you exactly where it's he at. Said to, it's in Isaiah 7, 10. Yeah. It says, Moreover, the Lord spoke again unto Ahaz, saying, Ask thee a sign of the Lord thy God. Ask it either in the depth or in the height above. But Ahaz says, I will not ask, neither will I tempt the Lord. Remember, so we talked about king. that. Here's a king who he's, is, got, an he's got two enemies. He's got Egypt mm-hmm. and he's got a Syria. And I think it's Samaria. Egypt? Mm-hmm. No. Egypt and Syria. And they're coming against this kingdom. And Resin and Pekka, right? And what what is going on in this situation is the man of God has come to him and says, don't you want to know what God has to say about this? Mm -hmm. And it's awful. Mm -hmm. But what this king says is not really. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. Not really. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. He, he said, I'm not going to ask God what's going to go. I'm I don't need a sign. I don't and need anything said, told me. And he said, I'm not going to tip God. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna, but really. But what we, he means is, we I don't know. care what God has to say about and, this. Uh, and we pointed right? that out when we were studying I this. don't care yeah. what God has to say about this. And Isaiah comes back at him as the man of God and the prophet and of God says, speaking to us and says, listen, you may not want now. a sign, but I'm going to give you a Here sign. Here it is, verse 13. Right? And he said, hear ye now, O house of David, It is is it a small thing? For you to weary men, but will you weary my God also? King, yeah. I know what you're doing, right? You might be king, and you, know, you what might he's think doing it doesn't matter. Playing games with the most precious thing he can be God. given, which That's is that. the word of God. Which is correct. Right? And verse 14, he said, Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. I'm going to give it to you anyway. Yeah. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. I, I don't know... Don't strike me, Lord, with a lightning bolt for saying this. <laughs> but I feel in that the frustration of a God 
mm-hmm. trying to make connection with his people, and his people are not interested. Don't even care. And he's like, okay, listen, you don't even know what you're, when you say you don't want to hear from me, you don't even know what you're rejecting, but I'm going to tell you anyway. And what you're rejecting is the greatest gift I'll ever give right here. And this is the sign that you'll know him by. Mm-hmm. And Matthew says, listen, guys, who I'm telling you about, who who I just told you should be king on the throne instead of Herod. Mm-hmm. Not only should he be king instead of Herod, he's more than that. Mm-hmm. Because just like Isaiah said, here's your sign. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's the your sign. sign. Mm-hmm. Right? That God has wanted to tell and you all why, along. And why here's is the that sign. a sign? It's a sign because that don't, doesn't happen. That sign has you been since Genesis. You can't do that. That sign's have, been since Genesis. I can't be pregnant if I right? unless God does this. You don't. You're not pregnant as a virgin. You, you don't get how precious the word of God is. You never have. You've rejected it all these times. But listen, I'm sending you my son and, anyway. And King, right? what you said. Don't forget what you said is very important. You knew this on Genesis chapter three. Yes, we said there's going to be someone who comes who's going to set this back to right. Right. And by the time we get to here in Isaiah. You don't even care about it because it's been so long since it can't be right. And I, I think I think that to myself personally, I think that's something as an older person I see more now than ever is that anything that had to do with God is law. It's like it's lost. It's like, well, it can't be right because it has nothing's ever happened or nothing's ever. And there's things happening every day mm-hmm. that are right here in the book. But But I hear I had that conversation this week and I'm. I was trying to make up for what I didn't say last time. They said, oh, marriage is just a piece of paper. And I got the opportunity this week to say, you know, I just, I know you won't understand what I'm saying because you don't, you just won't understand. But marriage is so much more than a piece of paper. If you just have, Mm -hmm. if you, and our society does that with anything that has to do with God, we just turn it into just this, oh, well, what, you know, oh, well. And that's what this king is doing. Oh, well, you know, okay, you want to give me a sign. You're one of those preacher people. You want to make it difficult. You're going to tell me I'm wrong. You're going to, no, I want to show you that your God loves you enough, despite your stupidity, to give you a sign anyway. And then here's Matthew Mm -hmm. saying, over here, here it is. So, verse 18. Verse 18, this is where I really wanted to get to. It said, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Do you, do you find interesting that, that and I'm not going to put anything in here that's not in here. Don't take anything I say. Take what this says. But do you find it interesting that it's not an angel? Mm-hmm. It is the angel. The angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream. Mm-hmm. If you look back in the Old Testament, it's very interesting the difference between when it says an angel and the angel. And the angel. Mm-hmm. But the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream. Mm-hmm. Right? Say, but but what I think... Don't be afraid. There's a little bit of Joseph's character here oh, uh, that you see. People will say all the time, why do you think he picked Mary? Why do you think he picked Joseph? He loved her. I'm going to say about Mary, this is why he picked Mary. When you, when you read 
in the oh, book of Luke. About God. I'm yeah, about Joseph. like why would God pick Mary? Why would God pick Joseph? People say that all the time. What was special about them? Were they were they extra spiritual above everybody else? What were they? I can tell you what I think about Mary. I think Mary knew what the promises of God were. How do I know that? Because she when the angel comes to her said, and says, this is what's going to happen, she, was, she praises the name of God for a chapter and a half and says, mm-hmm. this is what. Mm-hmm. This is what we've been waiting on. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Look what's going to happen through me. I'm of all women blessed, mm-hmm. right? That mm-hmm. you, You've chosen me. She knows and she believes the promises of God. Mm-hmm. That's why you picked Mary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and why did he pick Joseph? Same reason. When Joseph sees that this, this person he's engaged to is with child, he first of all he seeks to do the right thing by Mary. Mm-hmm. He can have her stoned, mm-hmm. right? But he, he says that's not what's going to happen. I'm going to take care of her over here so she's not because he, harmed. Because I think he loves her. At, at any rate, he doesn't want to make when her a public the example. angel of the Lord comes and speaks with Joseph. Mm-hmm. Joseph believes the word of God, mm-hmm. right? He doesn't wake up and think, "Oh, that was a dream. I don't have to go by that." Or mm-hmm. this is still going to be too embarrassing. He believes what God said. Fear not to take him to the And he does exactly life. what what the the angel tells him to do. Let's keep right? going. So this is the end of verse twenty. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. You know what that name is? That name is Joshua. That name is Yeshua. Joshua, and it means salvation. Jehovah mm-hmm. saves. Mm-hmm. He is salvation. It's funny where that word will appear. Mm-hmm. It appears in Isaiah. We, we pointed it out when we did the book of Isaiah. His salvation will mm-hmm. reign out of the mountain, right? His salvation is coming. Mm-hmm. Here's the salvation of God. He will be called Jesus because he is God's Jehovah's God. salvation. God's mm-hmm. salvation. That name that they couldn't even spell, right? Mm-hmm. The name Jehovah, they couldn't even put all the letters Yahweh. in. so holy. Yahweh, they couldn't put all the names. Right? Yeah. Who he is is holy and righteous. God. But this is his salvation that's coming mm-hmm. to you. This is the plan. Right? We got the plan right here. This is the one they've been waiting for since Genesis chapter 3. Yeah. And they didn't wait two days and God just do this. <laughs> no. We've now went through... 4,000 years-ish but to get he, here. But when he says his name is Jesus, and he shall save When Matthew says that to the Jewish people, sins. the Jewish people know what Jesus means. Mm-hmm. They know that the salvation they're waiting for. You know, you started to say that right? a little bit ago, and I interrupted you. One of the things that Matthew doesn't do is explain out each definition of each word. Because he knows, what because he knows that who he's writing to knows what we're talking about. Yeah. We lose that because we don't care enough to take the time to find it out. But he doesn't define That's certain not things. his purpose. Mm-mm. His purpose is to remind them, what this is what you should know. have seen. Mm-hmm. You should already this, know And this. some of you did see, right? And some of you need to see who this is that appeared on the scene to Mary and to Joseph. And these two people that... Everything is shrouded. It's on, I don't know how to explain. It. That's why I started with not recognizing someone. Everything in this Joseph is the line of David. He's he could be king of mm-hmm. Israel, except God said they wouldn't until Jesus came. What, what he read in Ezekiel. Mary, same thing. The line of mm-hmm. Judah in this in this family of the kings, mm-hmm. and yet they're poor travelers. They're disguised. They're mm-hmm. not disguised. But do you get what I? Then, There's a disguise forget, about it. And then don't forget, I mean, this is key too for me. Elizabeth 
Yeah. Is a Levite. Is a Levite. Is her cousin. And we're cousins. And and this prophet, <laughs> who is yeah. John, comes from the Levite. Everything's just coming together. But just everybody like is should. slightly not what we expect them to look like. When we, when we think Messiah, King of Kings, is coming, we don't think about a baby. We don't think about... Right? We don't think we don't of think a, a carpenter's son, who's not a carpenter's son, but adopted, so he is. We don't think about a virgin. Yes, a virgin's going to conceive. What will that be like? Mm-hmm. In, in a crowded situation, in a stable that was most likely a cave, in a trough that feeds animals, and they're going to lay in there. You know, and shepherds are much is made of, of that, shepherds. but in Bethlehem, Bethlehem raises the lambs for the Passover. Mm-hmm. This is Passover time. And it said, it's been said for a long time <laughs> right? that it would come and here's, from Bethlehem. here's this lamb that's slain from, from the foundation of the world mm-hmm. in Bethlehem. That's in Malachi. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's one of the many prophecies that I wrote down to just tell you, this is who he is. And Matthew says, this is who he is. And, right? And I'm Turn the spotlight. To and he's like, it, I know you didn't expect it to look that way. But look a little closer. Mm-hmm. Look a little closer and it's exactly what he said it would look like. And he tells right? us enough. I think sometimes when we live like like we live today, we don't believe anything we see. We don't trust anything we hear. We don't, you know, everybody's smarter than everybody else kind of a thing. But he's telling them in the language, he's telling them in every way he knows how. Yeah. Look at this. Look a little look, closer. Look. Right. And it says now, verse 22, Matthew chapter 1. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, this, this is Isaiah, Isaiah 7. And we just went back to mm-hmm. that. Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and they shall bring forth and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is interpreted, which being interpreted is God with us. So what's Emmanuel? About? His name is Jesus. Why are we calling him Emmanuel? Because Emmanuel. What you is need a to understand is this is not just this is not just a hero like Joshua. Just like it's not a generation like Adam. This is a brand new thing because not only is he Jesus who will save us, he is Emmanuel who is with us. Mm-hmm. He's going to dwell among and we're us going to and see in us. So many layers right? of him and things as we start looking through like, scripture. Don't mistake. Joshua could lead you into battle. Christ won the battle. Already jo- mm-hmm. Right? Joshua can tell you the words of the Lord. He is the word of the Lord. Mm-hmm. It, these people in the Old Testament, you know, they believed God, but God is going to dwell in you, with you, among you. He's not afraid to be stained by you, touched by you. He's going to be born. He's Just the fact the that God chose to be born. He didn't appear. Mm-mm. He didn't, like just Star Trek, and just, you know, he, he, was, <laughs> he was beamed down here. He chose to be born. Is there a more It always amazes me intimate, when you do that. <laughs> No, I know, but is there a more intimate, like not afraid to get among us, and be with us as being born. This is also right? the place where Isaiah, and I love this part. This is the place where Isaiah, also 600 years before this, has a vision in the temple of God. And he says, when he gets in there, he realizes how unworthy and he's going to die because yeah, he can't, can't possibly be, be here. And the angel brings a coal and it touches his lips and he becomes clean. And that's the reverse of what happens you in the temple the because yeah. when anything in the temple, when was anybody was us. unclean, it was it made the other object unclean. But here comes Jesus mm-hmm. who touches us 
and knows our our weaknesses and, and knows us, us and makes us clean instead of us making him unclean. Mm-hmm. And I I just think that's a really I think that's a really big point mm-hmm. about what Jesus it is as a big God point. what he does. Behold, she shall bring forth a son. They'll call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took him his wife. And here's the key part. Pay attention, what Matthew, I, I, unless you stumble at what Matthew is saying. He, has it, he doesn't leave you to the thought of this. It says, and he and knew her not till... In case you were wondering, till, that means young woman. Knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Now, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. Probably not. I might. I might. He believed the word of God. But he I do believe the word of God. He did. He believed the word of God, and he didn't have any relations with his wife until mm-hmm. she brought forth that son. So you see later on. In the books where it says the sisters and the brothers are at the door, and there's a lot of people who say, well, that can't be because she was always a virgin. doesn't say she stayed a virgin. just said she was a virgin at the time of her conception. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, I know no. that's offensive to some people, and I don't mean do you believe what you want to. But the Bible says, till. Those little words matter. Till. He knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And called his name Jesus. Well, we know that what whatever you were saying that they believe is not true because he had brothers and sisters. He had half brothers and sisters, right? Jesus right. from his mother. From his mother, that one of them wrote a book of the Bible, mm-hmm. right? Other are, are but they will say so. that. But there were people. There's people who don't want that to be, and they say, well, those that really means cousin, or that could be a relative that's distant, not necessarily a brother. Okay, it can. Sometimes it can say that. But in this case, Matthew's telling you he's there. Mm-hmm. And that's, he's there. And I, I know we don't want to, but those little words matter. But if, till, they matter. I think he also focuses on the fact that Joseph believed this word of the Lord because it would be very easy for people to discredit Mary's account mm-hmm. of what happened. Mm-hmm. If Mary's the one who says, okay, I was overshadowed by the Holy Spirit. Here I am with child, but I haven't done anything inappropriate, and this is of God. It is a, a marvelous confirmation of what she knows mm-hmm. that Joseph says, yeah, I believe that too. God said the same thing to me. And Joseph being in that lineage and, and, and of that he reputation too. and of knowing the promises of God, that he, he says mm-hmm. this is what it is and this is what's happening, that, that account is double sure mm-hmm. of Mary's account. Mm-hmm. And it, that's important for Matthew to say to the Jewish people. That this is not just something Mary said because she didn't want to get in trouble. This is something Joseph also I wish, knew. I wish understood. in some ways they had recorded more of Joseph's words. <laughs> you know, now we can look at, well, why didn't they do? Because that, it's faith, right? You can't. He believed what God he said. He believed what God said. The angel of the Lord mm-hmm. spoke to him. I just wanted to read. I know. You know, getting, he didn't get up and he didn't go running away and say, well, I must be crazy. That can't huh. be right. He very much knew. I, I don't know. I think the part over here before we ever got there where she was espoused, which is, what, that year before they're actually married when they're considered married, but they're not physically married. 
at that point. They're just espoused. He loved her enough to not want her stoned. Or res- he did. Because he, did. he didn't want he her. Did. He wanted to just do it privately and let it go. He cares about this woman. And he's of the house and of lineage of David, so he son, knows. Which he'll do in the next chapter. Which he right? does, but he knows that that's what the promise was. Can you imagine, though, it's easy for us to say that today. It's easy for us to sit here and go, oh, well, he should have just known. Really? I mean, virgins don't have babies. No, it's a one-time deal. Right? They don't. And and when deal. it's your woman that you love, you don't want to be an idiot or a fool, right? Mm-hmm. I've said that to God. I don't know if you've ever done that before, but I've said, I don't want to be stupid. I want to be wise. I want to be smart enough to know if it's the Holy Spirit saying this to me, then that's what I'm going to do. I'll be smart enough to know to do that. Joseph had to have some knowledge of all this stuff. He had to be, I bet he was much more than you think in the religion, the religious part of what the prophecies had said. I there's just, he, this is just what, three or four cha- chapters or verses? I bet there was a lot went on. I'm sure you're right. I want to take you guys to Psalm 72 to kind of close this out today because this is who <laughs> Matthew is saying Jesus is. This is who, when Matthew is telling you that this, this line of the king produces Jesus and these two heirs of the throne, Joseph and Mary, mm-hmm. are involved in this divine plan of God for this virgin birth and the, the beginning of this story of Jesus' work on earth. This is who Matthew is looking at, is Psalm 72. Says, Hold on, let me get there. Okay. <clears throat> Psalm 72. Mm-hmm. Look at me, I went right to it. Okay, it says, Give the king thy judgments, O God, and thy righteousness unto the king's son. He shall judge thy people with righteousness, and the poor with judgment. The mountains shall bring peace to the people, and the little hills by righteousness. He shall judge the poor of the people, and he shall save the children of the needy. He shall break in pieces the oppressor. They shall fear thee as long as the sun and moon endure throughout all generations. He shall come down like rain upon the mown grass, as showers that water the earth. In his days shall the righteous flourish, and abundance of peace, so long as the moon endureth. He shall have dominion also from sea to sea, and from river unto the ends of the earth. They that dwell in the wilderness shall bow before him, and his enemies shall lick the dust. The king of Tarshish and of the isle shall bring presents. The kings of Sheba and of Seba shall offer gifts. Yea, all kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall serve him. For he shall deliver the needy when he crieth, and the poor also, and him that hath no helper. He shall spare the poor and the needy, and shall save the souls of the needy. He shall redeem their soul from deceit and violence, and precious shall their blood be in his sight. And he sh- he shall live, and to him shall be given of the gold of Sheba. Prayer also shall be made for him continually, and daily shall he be praised. There shall be a handful of corn in the earth upon the top of the mountains, and fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon, and they of the city shall flourish like the grass of the earth. His name shall endure forever. His name shall be continued as long as the sun and men shall be blessed in him. All nations shall call him blessed. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, the God of Israel, who only doeth wondrous things. And blessed be his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. And then it says the prayers of David, the son of Jesse, are ended. At the end of that. So David has been told he's going to have a son. He's going to have an heir. 
mm-hmm. on this throne. The, a top of mind in a man's writing in a little verse is a song for Solomon. But Solomon didn't reign from ocean to ocean or all over the earth or from the tops. He, he didn't. This isn't Solomon. This is a king that's coming, right? Mm-hmm. That is the prayer and the hope of Abraham that we mm-hmm. stopped at. It is the prayer of David that's in his genealogy. That is the hope of Adam and Eve. That is the hope of all mankind. This king that's coming, you know, that'll to be what he's supposed to be. It goes far beyond Solomon, right, mm-hmm. to a coming Messiah. And somebody who's going to be the answer to everything they've looked for in this whole line. Every hope that the nation ever had of being restored to God the way they ought to be is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. And if you're waiting on this king, this king is with us. The king that is with us. God is with us. A king that is concerned, what David keep going back to? To the needy, Mm -hmm. to the poor, Mm -hmm. to those that are ignored by those in power, Mm -hmm. to those that don't have a helper. He's a champion. Mary says the same thing when she's told she's she's going to have this son in the book of Luke. She's like, you know what? He's going to be our righteous right arm. He's going to be our strength. He's going to put things the way they ought to be. He's going to make sure that things are the way they ought to be. He cares about the ones that nobody else cares about. He's going to do something for those that have been believing what God says for all this time. Their hope is going to be fulfilled in him. You know, that's who he Great. is. Matthew's like, that's who he is. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's who he just is. verse one. They called Matthew. his name. And from the rest Jesus. of this book, that's what Matthew does to show you what kind of king we got. What what, did, what who, is it? And what how did they go through? and what should you have seen and what can you see if you look at what he did and at the facts mm-hmm. to know who he is? Right? That's what Matthew says. That's what Matthew says. So we will continue in Matthew, hopefully next week. Um that will be Christmas Eve Eve, but we should be here probably. Yes, maybe. We'll see. If we don't, we'll put so. out a message. I hope you'll pray for us that we'll keep going on the right track. I hope you um, stay with us and join us as we get ready to go into the new year. I have so many prophecies over here. <laughs> there is a lot of prophecies. There is, and I think I think I, I kind of like your mother-in-law's. Of course, I think I want to be like her someday when I grow up. But um, She wouldn't like us talking about her. I won't talk about her, but I think she's a wonderful woman. <laughs> but it was a good idea. But she's a wonderful woman, and it is a good idea, and it is a good idea to get your eyes focused on what what's your king. I mean, we can go through life, and we can keep our head down, and we can just do our work, and we can just do our stuff, but where's our king? What are we looking for? What are we watching for? Because we should be. He's coming. We know that because the Lord tells us that. Keep your Bibles open. Keep your... Keep your minds open to what he has to say. Believe what he says. That's what we're doing on Battle Ready. Hopefully we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Battle Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what we studied today, or if you'd like to send us a message, you can email us at battlereadybiblestudy at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. That's battlereadybiblestudy at gmail.com. You can also find more information on our website, www.addisonfwbchurch.org forward slash Battle Ready Bible Study. Battle Ready Podcast. Believing what it says.